Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Now batting for the fast lane, Cardinals Hall of Famer and fifth member, Matt Holiday. We're hanging with Holiday on 101 ESPN. Powered by Air Alliance Team Heating and Cooling. Getting the job done quickly, correctly, 100% of the time. Dan McLaughlin, I'm Anthony Stalter. It's the Fastlane on 101 ESPN. Dan filling in today for Jamie Rivers, and we head to our celebrity line. We're joined by Cardinals Hall of Famer and World Series champion Matt Holiday. What's up, Matt? Hey, guys. How we doing? Doing great. You got Dan in again. Dan, Dan's hey, been a frequent, frequent guest hey, on Fridays. Matt. How are you, buddy? I'm pretty good. Where do we find you? Where are you at? Where are you traveling? Uh, families uh, all over the place. Uh, uh, I'm in uh, Sanford, Florida. We just watched Ethan in a tournament, and then uh, we're headed to Bowie, Maryland, to watch Jackson, and our flight got delayed, so we're going to be cutting it close trying to get to his game tonight. Hey, uh, congratulations on his promotion already. He's tearing it up, man. It's great. Yeah, he's doing good. He's doing good. So I got to go watch him in the Features game, and um, you know, roughly after that, he came home for a couple days for the All-Star break and got the call that they're moving him up to AA, and, and uh, he's done pretty good so far, so he's... He's moving it up, moving on up. Love it, love it, love it, love it. Do you, when you're watching Jackson play, do you ever get just kind of instances of, oh yeah, wow, that looks like me? Not really. He's just physically so much different than me, and mm-hmm. and you know plays shortstop and bats left-handed. So um, exact opposite of you, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I just, I don't know. I just enjoy watching him play because I know how much he loves it. So it he is, plays with a he plays with a passion and a, he plays with a, a joy that I enjoy watching. Is Ethan more in line at all with with the way you played? He looks more like me. I mean, okay. he's bigger like me, but he also plays shortstop and bats left-handed. So, does he have hair? <laughs> he has lots of hair. Okay, so. good. All right, just yeah. checking. So, so far, I mean, I've told them both enjoy it while you have it. So. <laughs> Matt, are they your kids? I guess is the next question. Oh. They, uh, so it was funny. Reed was actually watching the Bosley hair commercial today, and uh, my youngest, who's nine, and he said, "Dad, why don't you do that?" And I was like, oh, I, "I think that ship has sailed." He goes, "Mom, can I get some of that? Just you know, just to be sure." I love it. Hey, hey, Matt, take me back to and take us back to the trade deadline when you came to St. Louis, and it was pretty much known around baseball you were going to get moved what were those days prior to that like because uh your your agent is in contact with you you're probably checking the internet you're talking to yeah. your teammates all those things what what was that like for you 
Yeah, um, it was, you know, it was, it was exciting and nerve wracking and, um, you know, just a lot of emotions because, uh, you know, I was with the A's and, and, um, knew that wasn't a long-term deal, even going into, you know, it was kind of a weird situation. They were, you know, essentially trading with the idea that, uh, they thought they were ready to compete and I would be there just one year and then, and move along. Um, so Billy, Billy Bean, who, who I like and have a lot of respect for, he called me in the office and, you know, this is probably three or four days before I got traded to the Cardinals and said, Hey, you know, if I don't get, if I don't get the equivalent of the, you know, back then, I think a, a class A free agent was two draft picks or pretty good. So he said, you know, if I don't get the equivalent of essentially two first round picks, then, then I'm just going to hold on to you to the rest of the year. And I was like, Oh man, yeah. that's not what I, not what I wanted to hear. But, um, you know, I had heard the Cardinals obviously were interested in trading for me when I got traded for the A's and then traded to the A's. And then, so I knew that, um, through some friends and some back channeling that they were trying to work out a deal. Um, I was hopeful, uh, we were in New York and, and, uh, I, you know, I think it was the 24th. So there was still maybe a week left before the, the deadline. So I got moved a little bit earlier than most of the big trades. Uh, and so, um, it, it's exciting, Dan. I mean, I mean, I guess, especially when you're in a last place team and, and, you know, you, you got teams that are in, in contention trying to trade for you. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's interesting. Um, but at the same time, it's, it's also, um, a little bit, you know, kind of, you know, nervous where you might end up and, and, uh, how it all might play out. But my situation, you know, all the situations are, are different, but my situation, it was an exciting time. Uh, Matt, I was watching the Cardinals game last night, and Jordan Walker had himself a, another fine game. And I almost thought to myself, man, I'm like, we're we're almost underselling how good he has been as a rookie, just because this has been a, a down year for the cl- for the club. It's kind of hard to, yeah. you know, it's just cite one guy. But when when you're when you do have an opportunity, I know you're busy. But when yeah. when you watch Jordan Walker, he's now hitting 282 on the year. He hit his ninth home run last night. What are you seeing? I mean, man, he's only 21. Yeah. Well, I mean, his physicality, you know, it jumps off the page for a 21-year-old. I mean, he just, yeah. is, you know, he's, he's physically imposing. Um, the, the athletic ability, I saw him make a, a really good catch. I think he's getting more and more comfortable in the outfield. So um, that's that's exciting. And, and I, I think, you know, he hits the ball really, really hard. And, and you know, you talk about, you know, not hitting the ball in the air enough and you'd like for a guy with his stature to hit the ball in the air. Sure. Uh, I, I think we all agree with that. But I think he does hit the ball so hard. Um, that his average is going to be good. I mean, he's going to hit for a higher average than most guys that hit the ball on the ground a lot because he hits it so hard. So I, I think um, it's exciting to think that he's only 21. And, he, you know, I think sometimes we get fooled by it because he looks – he doesn't have the body or the, you know, really the face of a 21-year-old. He's, he looks like a, a grown, you know, 28, 29-year-old. Yeah. So, um, but, I, yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's you know, like you said, the, the, organ, the, the team has been a bit of a disappointment, but <laughs> – I think his his performance and and his uh, you know the the exciting uh, part about having a cornerstone player at 21 years old that you, you know you can kind of look down the future and have a middle of the order bat um, is, is is pretty cool. So I think that that part is definitely maybe under under uh, celebrated so far. Matt, your your family has been intimately involved in in college baseball. We were just having a discussion about NIL, name, image, and likeness. And football and basketball might be a little bit different as baseball doesn't garner the the TV as as much and maybe the attention. Has your family had to deal with that at all? Maybe people have come to you with your kids even and say, hey, if you avoid the draft, we got NIL money. And then with the the coaching aspect of that, has that ever crept into baseball for your family? 
Yeah, I mean it's it's a really it's it's a real real thing in college baseball. I mean when you're talking about um, you know it's not it's not football probably money and it's not probably basketball money and, and maybe not uh, to some degree close, but I, I think you know when you scale it down, it's still you know you got kids at, at mid majors um, you know transferring to, to big schools and getting a couple hundred thousand dollars in NIL money to to go and then. Um, you know, if, if you if you take the money and don't use scholarship and use the money to, then you can you know essentially you're a walk on and you could kind of be a free agent every year. And so I think that there is um, some rules, you know, that I think, and maybe some some caps. You know, it, it seems like it's it's going to be very top heavy in baseball, a lot like it is in football. Um, when you talk about the ability for certain schools that have an alumni base and they have a a, uh, the ability uh, to have NIL funds in, in the millions as opposed to, you know, schools like Oklahoma State and, and some of the, you know, sort of more, um, I don't want to say, you know, sort of it, it's a smaller Division One school compared to, you know, some of the schools that have alumni bases that, that are huge. So, uh, you know, Josh's NIL budget's not what LSU and, and, uh, and Tennessee and Arkansas and some of these, these very baseball crazy and, and, and uh parts of the country uh what they're what they're giving out so um he's just going to have to look at it a little bit differently i mean i think you start to have to you know you're going to play probably play younger players and and uh you know you're going to have to kind of develop and coach and and which which is part of your job but i, I think that you're going to have to out coach people and out develop um to, to hang uh with the big boys that are that are buying the free agents so to speak and so um it's definitely a new landscape in, in college athletics and baseball is is definitely included in that Matt, you you have intimate knowledge about what the baseball players go through at Oklahoma State, but I also know that you you like you follow the Cowboys football program, and I know you follow some of the other sports as well. When Dan and I were talking about this, somebody on our text line basically, you know, vehemently disagreed with our take of yeah, you know, if you if you have the name and name, image, and likeness, you're going to get paid. You should. That's it's your image, uh, and we made the point of. The, it's not just, hey, they play on Saturdays or they play on Wednesdays and that's it. Can you talk about the hard work that goes into, I mean, the daily grind all year that these these college athletes go through? Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely, you know, I, I think that there's, you know, for, for me, I, I think that, you know, if there's money to help, um, you know, it, it, particularly in baseball, when you start talking about 11.7 scholarships, you know, the great thing for NIL for, for baseball has been, uh, you know, Josh can raise enough money to get all all of the players, you know, to, to be able to go to school on a full scholarship. So um, none of none of our players, you know, you can get to the point where you raise enough NIL money that you can get your team, you know, essentially all scholarships. Where in the past, you know, you had a lot of players that were were having to pay, you know, part of their scholarship in baseball because eleven seven for forty players doesn't, you know, doesn't go, you know, especially when some of them are top heavy to get them to come. And, so there, there's definitely been some positives, but it is it is a year-round um, you know sport, and, and these guys work extremely hard, and um, you know they they, um, they they make a lot of money for the schools. You know if the football team is good, the enrollment goes up, which means the the school makes more money, and and so um, I, I do think that um, that that it is important to convey that 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 you know the, the players. Um, they do live a professional schedule. I mean, they, I think the NCAA has put guidelines on, on practice schedules and how much you can do. And, um, so, so I think the NCAA has governed that pretty well. And, and, um, but it is, you know, it is a business. It's a big business. I mean, college football and basketball particularly are, are big businesses and, and make a ton of money. So 
Um, I don't, I'm not sure. You know, I, I haven't. I, I don't. I don't know what 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 a, a, a good sort of salary cap or or. I mean, I think it's just the, the problem is, is you know, at least in baseball, it, it's really hurting mid majors because you know they they go in and maybe recruit diamonds in the rough and uh, develop them and then they transfer on them and and uh, leave and go to bigger schools for for a payday and uh, I think it's going to really hurt mid majors. Cardinals are playing at Wrigley. Did you enjoy that? And secondarily, what was your uh, favorite couple of ballparks to play in? Yeah, I mean, I, I, Dan, I felt like the, the mound was right on top of me. Every Everybody field, says that, man. Yeah, Everybody. Well, I didn't love hitting there, but I did love the environment. Uh, you know, I love the the day games where at you know ten o'clock, nine thirty, you're you're driving to to Wrigley Field and you're going past the lake and people are out running and riding bikes and you know it's, it had a it had a really cool vibe. There's people in the streets everywhere, and, and uh, you know Cardinals Cubs rivalry and, and red and blue, and, and just um, you know a, a 75, 85 degree day in, in, at Wrigley Field, a day game Cardinal Cubs was was uh, it felt like you were you know 30 years ago, 40 years ago, and you know just a classic uh, baseball Saturday or something like that. But um, I didn't hit well. I didn't hit particularly great there, so you know it, it didn't love that. But you know places. Uh, there's, you know, I think for me, there's a difference between the atmosphere and, and places that I love to go. Cause I, I, you know, for some reason I hit really, really well in Philadelphia and, um, you know, some places that, that, uh, maybe don't come to the top of the list aesthetically, but, um, I, I'm a, I'm a fan of the old ballparks. You know, I love, I loved playing in Boston and, and, uh, you know, got a chance to play in old Yankee stadium and, um, Wrigley field and, and, uh, you know, you, you have the, the, you know, you got like San Francisco. So the, the water and then Pittsburgh with the background and, um, you know, some of the, uh, the, you know, in Colorado, you know, they've done a really good job of maintaining that field. And, um, so those are some of my, you know, my favorite for places, uh, you know, just as far as cool stadiums, but, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of the times, you know, as athletes, we, we like the places where we play the best. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Cody Bellinger, by the way, is having a big day. Correct me if I'm wrong. You worked with him in the off season. What and- the heck, Matt? To follow up on that, <laughs> he hadn't he hadn't signed with anybody at that point. So just so we're clear, well, let's let's go into this just a little bit. You you take on a guy that's a former MVP, and I'm sure you don't completely change him unless he's completely lost. Uh, and maybe he was. What do you try to do as a a teacher when you have all stars or MVPs and just try to get them back on track? Just work with what they have. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's one thing with him. We just talked about some. Well, some of the things that I saw were bad habits that he had fallen into that didn't look like, um, you know, what I saw when he won the MVP and in, in his more productive years. And, um, you know, just, just really moving fast, like was his head was coming forward and, and his movements were, were, uh, were just really, you know, kind of pulling off the ball and just, um, he, he was getting into some really bad positions with his body. And it just, it looked like, uh, he was swinging really hard, but, you know, he, he's like, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to swing really hard, but you know, he, he just, he was in a bad position. So to make up time, he was having to try to put more effort into his swing. And, um, you know, I, I think like you said, Dan, you're not trying to, you're trying to remind him of who he is. You know, you're not trying to, to reinvent him or, or make him somebody new. I, I think you're just trying to take a look, especially when he has the path to point to, um, and just work with some kind of basic, let's, let's get your direction back. Let's, Let's get your head placement back and then, you know, see how that feels and then kind of go from there. And, and so um, I'm, I'm really happy. I'm not going to take any credit for how well he's doing. He's doing great. And he looks, you know, healthy and, and happy. And, um, you know, I know that they probably are considering trading him. But, you know, sometimes 
a guy like that, you know, kind of finds a new new uh, comfort zone. And, and uh, if I was the Cubs with, you know, with the money they have, and, and at some point I would think that they're going to try to compete, that they should hold on to a guy like him, you know, and try to maybe give him a – see if he'd take a three-year extension or something like that. But um, I really enjoyed him. I, 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 he was great. He jumped right in and came over to the house for dinner, and we were play, we always play – we're always playing games or competing and doing stupid stuff around our house. and. He jumped right in and and uh, and just like part of the family. So that's great. Uh, he's uh, he's a, he's a good kid and, and uh, you know he's doing really well. Matt, we love talking shop with you, man. Have a great rest of your weekend. I hope you guys hope you guys make it to uh, the game tonight on time. Yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, thanks for having me on. It's always good talking to you guys. Love talking with you guys. You got it. Thanks, buddy. See you, Matt. See you, Danny. All right. See you guys. There you go. That's uh, Matt Holiday here in the Fast Lane on One Hundred and One ESPN.